you may have realized that being healthy feels different than it did in the past now that you're over 50. If you want to maximize your health potential but don't have time to read through overwhelming pages of Google links, this is the show for you. Welcome to Healthy Tips After 50. We love doing the research, finding solutions, talking to health experts, and learning what works and what doesn't. Now, your host. She spent the last 25 years dedicated to feeling her best and is here to share her best findings with you, Susan Rosen. Hello, everyone. This is your host, Susan Rosen. And today, as always, I have another great guest. And her name is, and I'm going to probably bungle this, Larissa. Larissa, yes. <laughs> uh, Lar- whew, got that one right. Larissa Petrini. <laughs> and yes, she is perfect. A, she is an age reversal expert and epigenetic specialist known for turning back the clock 10 years. She is the founder of Bodyology, a proprietary system designed to help high-performing women reverse their age and sizzle with energy and confidence in their midlife years. Hundreds of high-achieving women have sought her help to get back in shape, overcome chronic fatigue, solve dry and sagging skin, and deal with moods and hormonal imbalances. And she studied health, nutrition, sleep, and epigenetics at some of the leading schools across the world, such as Cornell University, which is very well known, Precision Nutrition, and a pair Apparon? Apparon. Okay, Apparon ZOH. And she is currently working with celebrities and physicians from Switzerland, Netherlands, and the US, and shares her knowledge as a contributor for Harper's Bazaar, L, Forbes, and Shape magazines. So there we go. Okay. Very impressive resume. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you so much, Susan. Thank you for having me. Oh, well, welcome. And I'm looking forward to this. This is going to be very interesting. Um, So tell me a little bit, I know you and I were talking a little bit beforehand, but tell me a little bit about, um, well, number one, which I didn't ask before, is tell me a little bit about how you you ended up getting involved in all of this. Because we all all have, you know, very unusual stories, right? (laughs) Yes, and this is an unusual story as well. Um, It started back in 2009 when uh, uh, I went through two unexpected events. The first one was uh, the divorce from my former partner, former husband. And the second one, and this happened a few months later, I was misdiagnosed with uh, thyroid cancer. Oh my God. And then the third event, if I could call it like that, uh, or decision followed by a trip, actually, um, was very interesting because I decided I'm going to spend two months away from everything, from my career. I had a very successful career, even though I was overworking, overspending. Um, everything was <laughs> with a, <laughs> over uh, uh, before. Uh, like over even over overwhelmed overeating even though I I I had no issues with my weight but I I still I I was an emotional eater so I decided to leave for two months 
it was a shorter sabbatical if you want and uh, this happened I, I went to Malaysia in the jungle in Borneo and there I decided first of all I had a, a, a what I like to call a mirror moment in which I literally used the metaphorically mirror obviously and I looked at my life and myself mm-hmm. and what happened and why I arrived in that specific place and that was also the the moment when I decided I'm gonna help as many women as possible to avert this type of crisis in their life whether it's a it's a health related crisis or mm-hmm. it's a, it's a crisis related to either their career or their personal life because what came out from that trip was the fact that I wasn't, even though I was a a workaholic, I wasn't very happy with what I was doing. I had a successful career. I was on the cover of magazines. I was in all the tops in the communication industry. I I was running a a very successful um, communication and public relation agency. Uh, And I was uh, getting amazing results. I love to Uh, get in touch with people and network with them so I was a great PR person Uh it's just that what I did was not fulfilling for me Mm. and that was a big decision so that was the decision I wasn't aware about uh, the path I am on right now so the decision wasn't about me doing epigenetics or stepping into that Mm -hmm. or even Mm -hmm. nutrition even though my mom did this for uh, almost her whole life. So wow. she, she, uh, she had a, a business in this uh, domain and uh, she's also very passionate about eating healthy and also optimizing our bodies and so on. So she had this business, she had a chain of stores with wow. healthy products. Um, and we were sharing and speaking a lot and uh, reading lots of books and then sharing the know-how uh, in between ourselves. But I, I wasn't aware this is going to be my path. So I just decided I'm going to help as many women as possible avert that type uh, of crisis. And then it took me another four years, mm. almost five actually, uh, till the end of 2014. Um, So I needed that time in order to um, build my current career. So I went back to school, I started with uh, uh, nutrition and health coaching. So the first certifications, I have three certification in nutrition and health coaching. So I started with that. And then I also uh, I am very passionate about uh, uh, sleep and what's going on while we sleep, since we spend t- 30% of our life sleeping. Uh, and uh, it looks like 30% of the population have some challenges and issues in regards to sleep. So, and that was not only the only curiosity or reason why. I also discovered the fact that um, helping someone lose weight or get a in a healthier uh, shape requires some knowledge in this area as well there is a very very strong link between the way we manage our weight and the quality of our sleep Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so that was the another uh, important decision and then working with so many women so I do what I do the first certification was back in 2000 and 
12. Mm. So I'm doing this for almost 10 years and I worked wow. with hundreds, literally hundreds of women. Uh-huh. And um, the, the next decision was in regards to epigenetics. And the reason for that was personalization. Mm. I am not at all uh, in favor of applying uh, what we call a one size fit all mm. solution it's all solution um, or going into trial and errors over and over and over Mm -hmm. without actually getting the result because we spend time energy effort we get frustrated right so who wants to go on that avenue so my biggest desire was to uh, number one discover what's there for us and for us only, like particular for each person and not something that's good for, for every, everyone. Mm-hmm. And then I also wanted to create uh, a system, uh, a proprietary system that's unique. And this is what we, we do as we speak. We also have our own app and this is dedicated to our clients. So uh, it's created for our clients and it's dedicated mm-hmm. for them and all the gene- genetic data, because the way we work, the way we help and support women is by uh, assessing, testing their DNA. And mm-hmm. we use the, the most complex genetic report available right now uh, in the world. It's a 200 pages report. And this report covers everything from diet uh, and very, when I say diet, I mean super specific information from how Mm -hmm. we react to proteins, uh, saturated fats, unsaturated fats, also how we process sugar, how we react to coffee, to salt Mm -hmm. and so on. So this is under the diet pillar. And then supplements micronutrients is another important Mm -hmm. chapter and then movement movement is such an important piece and sometimes we might move the wrong way i know this might sound a little bit interesting um but it's true for some people for me for example i will uh, speak for myself uh going into a hard cardio type of exercise running heavily Uh or doing anything uh, heavy from this perspective would trigger inflammation in my body so cardio is not the right type of movement for me okay. uh, I, I I do great uh, when I stretch my body and also when I lift I do uh, some uh-huh. some weights I have some uh-huh. workouts involving weights so these two a combination of these two is great for me some other women can do cardio it's great for them but it's not for everyone so movement is another chapter Mm. and then we move into what we generally call mental health and there we speak about sleep um Mm. also about um um, specific uh, predispositions for specific diseases that have to do Mm. with cognitive decline such as Uh alzheimer parkinson dementia that's another chapter important chapter and then we talk about stress and how we tend to deal with stress and what's there from the genetic point of view and then we move into uh, gut health inflammation Mm -hmm. we talk about immunity and the best strategy for that for prevention and then a very very important chapter at least for most of my clients is the skincare chapter Uh, and this is important and interesting because based on what's coming out from the report and the the data we get 
uh, we can design a personalized epigenetic intervention plan in which in 90% of the cases we throw away most of my clients skincare products <laughs> they think they are good they are great just because someone uh, from the beauty counter recommended them yeah. or yeah. they saw a commercial and the commercial mm-hmm. uh, overpromised yeah. something they go and spend lots of money on those uh, premium expensive uh, lotions and potions and they they are not necessarily what they need so we do that we also design a supplements plan specifically for them and then we also talk about minimal invasive or non-invasive procedures for their uh, face so we don't go into anything harsh like fillers and lifting and stuff Mm. like that we only talk about bio revitalization and how we can help our skin produce more collagen or more Mm. elastin so this is the type of conversation we have depending on their specific needs because for some women for example collagen is needed they really need to take collagen for some other clients it's not necessary and they waste money just because it's trendy and everyone is taking collagen as we speak (laughs) and it's not what they need so uh, this is uh, the somehow the, the the last pillar we also talk hormones a lot and uh, mm. uh, most of my clients once we finalize the conversation the discussion on their strategy they step into a hormonal reset into a 21 hormonal reset so that they oh, yeah. they can almost start on a on a white uh, piece of paper so that uh-huh. they can really get the results because sometimes we might do the right things and still not get the results because our hormones are out yeah. of balance oh my god so yeah. hormones is another important conversation so this is in a few sentences my story so i started as a communication expert and then something happened and this is probably the more or less the traditional story of everyone who turned their life around and uh, i am super passionate about what i do and this mm-hmm. is the reason why we also created this signature process called Badiology um so um yeah it looks like uh, there was a silver lining back in 2009 with my divorce and the misdiagnosis and probably i i oftentimes think about that like i needed that wake up call i really need it in order to slow down mm-hmm. and be less um less stressed and also to have perspective and to right. to to discover what's what's best for me career wise and even uh, on the personal level mhm mhm yeah no i mean in some ways you know you're very lucky that you had that wake up call yeah right? because if you had continued on that path you probably would have ended up with something as bad yeah. as what they had told you you had <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, and I, I actually took that eventually. It wasn't like that uh, in 2009, 10. Um, but working with me and spending time with myself and reflecting back at what happened back then, um, that's the conclusion. I oftentimes say this is probably one of the the biggest gifts, if not the biggest gift ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely absolutely yeah well and you're very lucky that that 
it happened when you were still young enough to be able to go out and and take a hold of something new yeah. and do something that that really fulfills you which the other obviously wasn't yeah I was 30 so yeah it was a, an interesting age and uh, uh one of my favorite books is passages I don't know if you uh -huh. are familiar yeah. with the title yeah. is that and, yes 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 and she that, yeah. yeah and she speaks about uh, um, this uh, in between decades what happens around 30s in our 30s and then when we hit 40s and then when we hit 50s and so on so it looks like it was something like that for me it wasn't the necessarily the or maybe it was the midlife crisis happening earlier yeah yeah an early midlife crisis probably even though i don't i don't think there is a gong for everyone like when we hit 40 this is happening mm -hmm. uh it's true that the majority of my clients um they they start to feel like there is something happening and it's more than them looking in the mirror and not recognizing their body it's more it's it's definitely something like i would like to change my career and i am wondering what's next and uh, mm -hmm. i yeah. i also i feel like my my kids are leaving the nest and then i'm left behind and this very important role i had the mom role yeah. is not there anymore so much so and i i deprioritize myself along the way instead of actually taking care of myself and now i feel like oh my god now it's my time mm -hmm. or why this is happening now and i wasn't aware about it a few years earlier so it's yeah. very interesting to 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 see how each person not necessarily woman but each person around right. uh, this age and they also perceive time differently they feel like the way time passes is completely different and i i can speak for myself without even uh mentioning any of my clients even though they are so i mean i have interesting stories there too mm -hmm. um i look at my mom she's 64 mm -hmm. and she has some some health issues uh funny enough she's dealing with um thyroid cancer oh this is God. interesting yeah, yeah it's a very interesting thing wow. uh yeah and i i look at her she's an amazing woman she looks amazing she takes care of herself she's truly i'm very proud of my mom i should say and I have a, I look at her and I'm like this is 20 years between us 21 years and time flies I, I it, oh it feels god. like yesterday I was pregnant with my son and he's 16 and I'm like oh my god when this happened when this time all yeah. this time yeah. actually went out of the window almost so it's interesting how we we in our 40s and beyond we we perceive everything differently we have a different perception of on everything on our body on the way we feel on our energy on even on on the quality of our life and the, the way the time passes and the way we spend this precious time and so on so mm -hmm. yeah yeah oh no i i 
I totally agree. And it, and it is interesting because, um, I mean, men have their, have their midlife crisis sometimes a little bit later, but usually I think it starts in the 40, their 40s mm-hmm. as well. Sometimes it's 50s, but, um, you know, yeah. they have, they have and- their own version of it. I mean, it's a little... It's a little different, but their hormones are different too. So yeah, uh, from what I understood, it looks like for men, the midlife crisis is like a burst. Mm. So it happens suddenly, and it also ends pretty quick. Okay. Uh, and of course, we don't comment on how they solve it, <laughs> whether it's the Ferrari or the expensive car or something else. We don't do any comments about that. For women. This is different. So it looks like yeah. for women, midlife yeah. crisis can can be somewhere between one year and even ten years if they don't know what to do with themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's the type of crisis that's there for a longer period of time, yeah. and yeah. Um, there are studies on on it as well. And uh, exactly what uh, what you mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. um, it's it's coming out from those studies as well. The fact that we are so differently wired from men and we perceive it so differently. Um, and we also struggle more with it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Easier for men. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. I, I would I would agree. I would agree, definitely. Um, I think that's one of the reasons that a lot of them probably say, oh, I never had one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they didn't even is... know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and sometimes it's also the ego, right? It's their ego is uh, bigger. Can I say this <laughs> on <Yes>. the show? <laughs> Absolutely. Since you Absolutely. also have listeners. Yeah, yeah. it's. Um, I, I don't like to to label and and generalize, right. but uh-huh. uh, this is uh, something that I observed. And um, with women is different. With women, I think it's first of all what we. What our moms modeled is so hard to change, like to to simply change the karma, if I can say it like that, because we had moms and again, I don't want to generalize, but this is what I hear a lot from my clients. They had the, I like to call this the martyr type of mom. Oh my God. Yes, absolutely. Anyone else is more important than themselves that's, right? I, right so that's right they have to, yeah they have to support Kids, everybody else house exactly yeah cleaning the house cooking uh, ironing everything if possible not to mention the fact that they had multiple roles and they did this um delegation or delegating something was out of question just because they, they felt ashamed yeah. they, they thought that's this right. is Yes. out of question people would judge judge me and I will look like incompetent and I would look like lazy and this and yeah. that and it's so difficult to change this uh, generational chain if I can call it like that mm-hmm. and this is part of my work to mirror certain topics like this to my clients and explain right. to them the fact that delegating is self-care and then self-care is self-love yeah and they can do everything, but they don't have to do everything. They don't. It doesn't mean it doesn't mean you are not capable. It only means you also leave some room for yourself, for yeah. your self-care. Yeah. Because you need that energy. This energy, all this energy goes back to the dear ones. If your cup is full, 
you will be able to actually pour from that cup and you will be more generous with your time, with your energy, with your smiles. Instead of snapping at everyone and being cranky and stressed and all the time, (laughs) you will be a nicer person. You will be Mm -hmm. a a, a better company for for everyone. Uh, And it's not easy. It's it's interesting Mm -hmm. how we take we we borrow this martyr uh, archetype if i can call it like that from our moms and we perpetuate it we we and most of my clients can afford uh help yeah. any type uh-huh. of help even yeah. a chef if they want and driver uh-huh. and we don't go <laughs> there of course but at least for scrapping the toilets we don't need to do that if we can afford to to hire some help, right? Especially when we run a company or build an empire and we do a high level type of work and we have a high level type of expertise, that's not needed. And it's difficult. It's difficult because it has to do with our belief system. It's wired so deeply. And if someone is not, and I also needed that. Oh yeah, and I, I I I received that from my mentors and coaches. I wasn't able mm-hmm. to see that for myself as well. <clears throat> and when one of my coaches, I remember this happened in 2018. Todd Herman is his name, and he was my first uh, mentor from US. Um, and Todd explained to me the fact that there are four types of activities we generally deal with: the ten dollar type of activity, the hundred dollar, the one k dollar, and then the ten k dollar type of activity and what we did we put everything on the list all my responsibilities tasks and everything I had to do and then we split them in four categories and scrapping the toilets was definitely a $10 type of activity I'm exaggerating a little bit of course but the idea is to actually focus spending time with the dear ones was a 10k type of activity Mm -hmm. quality time yeah. And sometimes we confuse the two. We think having a clean toilet and clean house is the same with actually spending high quality time with the dear ones. And they're very, very separate. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's interesting how we we need so much um I don't know, persuasion maybe and, and support from, from someone else to, to get these things to understand yeah. what's going on yeah. there. Right. Oh no, absolutely. And and yeah, I know um myself I've I, I also I coach people and mm-hmm. um not just health coaching, but you know, all kind of all areas. Um mm-hmm. and and mostly people that are, you know, forties, fifties. And and that's one of the things that I always have to talk uh, talk with them about, which is, you know, if you're supporting them all the time, then you're not supporting yourself. And if you're not supporting yourself, you can't support them. So, you know, you get in this little yes, wheel, yes. this mouse wheel. And um, yes, I, I think when, that when we a- say yes to this is one of my favorite quotes. I don't uh-huh. even know if it's a quote or a saying when you say yes to other people you say no to yourself and the other way around when you say no to your uh, when you say yes to yourself you say no to other people and I am a big believer in me first type of without being something selfish or something and we were raised like that we were raised to believe 
that yes, putting yes. ourselves first or our self-care first is a selfish thing. And it's so far from, from, from truth. Oh, yeah. Truth, so, so far. And uh, we don't, sometimes we don't even get it just because we, we saw it at home and uh, we think it's selfish. It's, it's something that would. And I, I ask my clients if they want to reach a certain level in their life and have the same energy mm. and joy of life as their moms and most of my clients answer no not at all my yeah, mom right. is cranky she's frustrated she's always sad she's well, always that's who we learned it from. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. she's she's always dependent on me a codependent person so no yeah. I don't want to end up like my mom so Here's the answer, right? If we want to have hobbies, to travel, because we talked about traveling. If we want to enjoy all these goodies without sacrificing anything, this is the way to do it from my perspective. Yeah. Oh, no, I agree. I think that's the first thing that all women have to have to. uh, You know, some of them are already. I think some of the younger women are starting Mm -hmm. to to learn that better um absolutely yeah yeah but but i think that um those of us who are a little older (laughs) may or may not have learned it yet yeah yeah so well let's um, hope the next generations will be different in a good way absolutely absolutely yes i agree i agree and a lot of that is us changing our what we do and modeling it a good model yeah, and it doesn't mean, uh, because that's another extreme in which we mm-hmm. say, oh, it's below my, somehow my, my, my status to mm-hmm. cook or to prepare a meal or that's another extreme. Nobody yeah. says that. No. Nobody says you will never touch uh, mm-hmm. anything in your mm-hmm. kitchen or it's just mm-hmm. about balance, simply yes. about balance. Yes. And, and, and what you enjoy what do you enjoy and also uh, how much you sacrifice yourself for others oh yeah and yeah. you 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 also position yourself as being a, a savior for others sometimes you you do a disservice to them just by yeah. by jumping in and save everyone instead of letting them letting everyone to to actually see the consequences and and the uh, Right. somehow pay for those consequences themselves yeah. yeah no i agree i totally agree yeah for sure so it sounds like your programs that you have um really cover a lot of different areas right so depending on where people need the help where people need um, some support or whatever that you can you can really sit down with them and, and go through their whole lives yeah and we say, like to okay call we these... can help you over here and you've got that one under control but let's look over here yes so what usually happens they uh, they approach us with certain <laughs> objectives for their health or sometimes beauty mm-hmm. and every single time we have this conversation i say these are your objectives but let's wait for the report and see what's coming out from that report because you might have huge surprises you might not know the fact that you are predisposed to uh to have type 2 diabetes or maybe obesity or maybe alzheimer 
So mm -hmm. for that, you will need a, a, a separate prevention plan in order to avoid that. Because mm -hmm. genes mm -hmm. are, as we know, a few percentages. The rest is actually lifestyle. Yep. So genes, I like to say, load the gun. Mm -hmm. But then mm -hmm. the lifestyle is what's actually making the difference there. So interesting. Yeah. Um, and we have two types of objectives, right? And of course, there is a sweet spot between what the client wants and then what's coming out from the report and what we think is a priority for them. Mm -hmm. And we marry them, uh, uh -huh. if you want, uh, together so that the, we get where we need to get. Mm -hmm. And then um, we, we like to call uh, the this strategy or the report in itself, uh, their body's Bible. It's literally like their body's Bible. And they can put, literally put the strategy we discuss in this private intensive oh, session. This is what okay. we do. Once mm -hmm. the report is done, uh, they are notified in, in the app, in the application. And uh, we schedule this private intensive session. This is a three-hour intensive wow. in which we discuss every single uh, aspect of the, of their strategy uh -huh. some clients like to split the topics and have mm -hmm. diet movement supplements in one session like one okay. hour and then we talk about mental health stress mm -hmm. uh, mental health in general and then uh, um, the third one is immunity uh, gut health and skin so uh, this is right. uh, another yeah. way to do it and uh, once they understand what's, what, what needs to be done, uh, because there are two ways of implementing the strategy. Some mm -hmm. things need immediate attention for the following few months, mm -hmm. sometimes even few weeks. And some other uh, topics like predispositions to specific mm -hmm. lifestyle mm -hmm. diseases, yeah. they need uh, uh, an evergreen type of attention so there oh, okay. is a prevention plan and strategy for the rest of their lives what's good about this is the fact that you only do this once our dna is not changing right there right. are some other yeah. things changing but not our dna so we do this once and then we put on rinse and repeat for the rest mm -hmm. of our life the strategy so that we literally press the right buttons i like to use this <laughs> metaphor so instead uh -huh. of going uh -huh. into trial and errors and guessing yeah. Yeah. what might happen because my mom had this type of disease or issue and right. then my grandma and so on instead of yeah. guessing we know whether or not we inherited certain genes and even uh -huh. if we inherited them it's not a tragedy it's not a drama because again, if we know what to do from the lifestyle perspective, we can avoid and avert yeah. and navigate that easily. So yeah, this is why, from my perspective, this is also the future of, uh, of health. Epigenetics yeah. is literally the future of health. I agree. Because agree. It's, uh, it's all about personalization and ditching the fat diets and ditching Dr. Google, as I like to call it sometimes, and ditching so many... Uh, all that guesswork if you want yeah. there is yeah. a lot of guesswork including and we, we we spoke about this a little bit before our interview uh -huh. uh, the way traditional medicine functions right. and the fact that a doctor is focused on the symptom and doesn't also have time to spend and to to tackle the root cause of that specific issue 
So functional medicine and integrative uh, medicine and health is great. It's a great addition. It's not something that works completely separate. We are not in competition. It's something that uh, is part of equation so that we also solve the root cause, not just the symptom. So the the physician can tackle the symptom and then the epigenetic specialist or the integrative or functional uh, medicine or doctor, it depends Mm -hmm. on on his or her background, can tackle the root cause Mm -hmm. of that specific symptom so that the symptom will not be there over and over. Right, right. Yeah, oh no, absolutely. Absolutely, I think that's... That's one of the best things that has come out of the last 20 years of, yeah. of medicine Agree. is that it's not an either or, it's an all of yeah. it. It's an integrate, integrated, integrated, sorry, integrated right. system. Yeah. And our body is a system. It, it's mm-hmm. not, we cannot treat stomach or, or the gut separate yeah. from the heart and then separate from the brain and then separate right. from the skin. And this is how, unfortunately, traditional medicine works. And a lot um, of it still does. Yeah, we have specialists for separate parts of our body or organs. Yeah. And then we end up having sometimes issues that are difficult to be solved because we don't know the root cause of them. Because mm-hmm. nobody is actually having a, a 360 Right. type of approach in which yeah. they actually treat the, the the person as a system and the body yeah. as a system not just the heart or just the gut oh my god yeah 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 no i i know it drives it drives me crazy with my doctors because um you know i go in and say okay i want all these things and i want to see all these things in my blood test mm-hmm. right? oh you don't need that mm-hmm. and it's like no, you don't understand. I do need that. I want all that stuff when you take my blood. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. We'll we'll check the cholesterol. Mm-hmm. And then there was one other thing that they were checking. It's like, mm-hmm. what does that tell you? I can yeah. tell you now my cholesterol's high. It's always been high. Mm-hmm. That's not yeah. going away. It's just it's just part of who I am, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so get me started on. <laughs> yeah, that. and that it that's again, okay, high cholesterol. The question, the, the most important question here is, what's the root cause of that? Why do you have high cholesterol? Not just how to solve high cholesterol with this specific pill, but what's what was there in the first place or what's there in the first place that's triggering your cholesterol to, to be high. So yeah, yeah, it's a different different approach. And I yeah. again, I am happy this is happening. And uh, the future will definitely look different. Yeah, yeah. No, future of health, or at yeah. least I hope. <laughs> oh, I hope so too. I definitely hope so too. So we should probably wrap up. I'm sure you probably have another appointment to go to, as you're very busy. <laughs> <laughs> Even though For I'm in Greece. <laughs> yeah. Well, yes, hey, yes. that's the same thing. You know, working we're all, remotely. We're all on the internet. Yeah. That's right. We're all yes, on the internet. Absolutely. So. Let me just say that um, in wrapping up that neither of us are doctors. This is not to be seen as medical advice. No. And um, if you are having medical problems, please call your own doctor. And if it's an emergency, go to the emergency room and get some, some acute care. 
And <clears throat> other than that, I will be putting Larissa's information in the show notes so you all can find her and um, hope that um, that all of that. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. Great conversation. Thank you so much. Yes, thank you for coming on. This has been Healthy Tips After 50 with Susan Rosen. To stay on the cutting edge of the most effective health strategies, subscribe to this podcast and let us know what you thought of the show with a comment or like on iTunes. Visit healthytipsafter50.com for this episode's show notes, more resources, and free offers.